This week's Parsha is Parsha's Noach. And just like Noach was introduced at the end of Parsha's Bereshis, Avram Avinu is introduced at the end of Parsha's Noach. And there's a very important puzzle that is often overlooked at the end of the Parsha in discussing Avraham that I wanted to analyze this week. So I've always been fascinated by the story of Avraham and Terach's idol shop. I still remember my first grade teacher, Moraz Lachauer, telling our class the story. And every single one of us just cracking up when we heard that Avram wasn't burned in the furnace. I don't know why we found it so funny. We were just laughing hysterically. Maybe it was the way that she told it. Maybe it was just how unbelievable the miracle was. But for whatever reason, that story has always stuck with me. And I also remember being so surprised years later when I went looking for that same story in the Pesukim and I couldn't find it. And that's because this famous story doesn't actually appear in the Pesukim. There's no mention of Abraham in a furnace at all. Now, this doesn't mean it didn't happen. We make reference to this very event every single day in Tefillah. We say, You are the God that chose Avram. You took him out of the or the, the furnace, the fire of Kazdim, and you renamed him Avraham. So we make mention of this. So how do we know about the story if it's not in the Pesukim? So very simple, Rashi. Rashi quotes a Medrash and teaches this classic tale. The Pesuk at the end of the Parsha, when we're first being introduced to Avram and his family, tells us, Vayamas Haran al Terach Aviv. That Haran, this was Avram's brother, he died in the lifetime of Terach, his father, and Rashi comments on the word Al-Penei. What does it mean that Haran died Al-Penei on the face of Terach, his father? So he explains it could mean one of two things. Al-Penei could mean Lifne, which means before, meaning he died in his father's lifetime, which is a tragedy. Or it could mean Mipne, which would mean because of. So the obvious question then becomes, why would Haran have died because of his father Terach. And Rashi quotes the Medrash in Bereshis Rabbah about the famous story of Avraham Besoch Kivshana Ish. He was in his father's idol shop. Imagine the scene where he's helping his father run it and Terach needs to take a break. He steps out for a moment. And Avraham having all of these hashkafic problems in his own mind, he decides that he's going to take action. Avraham destroys all of the idols in the shop except for the biggest one. And he leaves a hammer in his hand and he waits for his father to come back. Terach walks in and immediately says, what, what happened here? Were we robbed? Avram says, uh, he did it. And he points to the biggest one. They were all fighting about who was in charge, who's the most powerful. The biggest one destroyed all the other little ones. Now Terach knows. He knows that Avram's lying to him. And he begins a philosophical debate with his son that ends up resulting in Terach taking his son Avraham, his own son, to the evil king Nimrod to figure out what to do. And the Medrash describes how Avram and Nimrod, they have a philosophical debate for the ages about the true creator and power in the world. Nimrod believes in fire. Fire is his God. Fire is all powerful. And Avram says, well, what about water? Water puts out fire. So Nimrod says, okay, water then. Water is the most powerful element. That's who we worship. And Avram says, well, what about the clouds? The clouds contain water. Control the rain. Okay, clouds, we'll go with clouds. Avram says, what about the wind? It blows the clouds. And Nimrod sees what Avram's doing and he goes back to fire. And Nimrod tells Avram, you can choose. You can choose between fire, what we worship, 
or Hashem, this one true God that you've been talking about, that you think rules over all of these other elements. And Avram chooses Hashem, and Nimrod throws him into the furnace to show his court and the whole kingdom who the one true God really is. Now pause right there and imagine for a second that the camera moves off of Avraham and it zooms in on Harun, his brother, who's in the audience, who's watching this whole thing play out. And the Medrash tells us that at that moment, Harun was not sure what to do. Do I go with Avraham or do I go with Nimrod? Avraham's making really good points. Nimrod is very powerful. He's going to throw him in a, in a, a fiery furnace. And he decides, Harun decides, that whoever comes out victorious, that's where I'm going to go with. I'm going to follow the winner. If Avram somehow survives the furnace, I'm with him. And if Avram gets killed, then I'm with Nimrod. So move it back to Avram. Avram gets tossed in the, the furnace and he survives. Hashem does a tremendous miracle and he's, he's uh, untouched by the flames. Nimrod then turns to Haran and asks, So, who are you siding with? Fire or Avraham's God? And he responds, I'm with Avraham. Look at what just happened. And Haran is thrown into the fire and says the Medrash, tragically, he is consumed and he dies. Adkan Lashono. That's the Medrash that Rashi quotes to explain how Haran died because of his father Terach. A fascinating, compelling, tragic Medrash that almost begs us for interpretation. Rav Shimshon David Pinkis asks the obvious question. Where was Haran's schar? Where was his reward for siding with Avraham? Okay, fine, maybe his intentions weren't great at the start, but why didn't Hashem have his back? He didn't have the same level of emunah as Avraham, for sure, but when push came to shove, he ultimately made the right call. He chose correctly. He was willing to put his life on the line. Al-Kiddush Hashem, where is his reward? Why wasn't he saved? What's going on here? And Rav Pincus answers that we often see tragedy And we ask some form of this question. Why didn't Hashem step in? Why didn't Hashem do the right thing? Why didn't he save so-and-so? Where is our schar? Where's our reward? Where is Hashem in this moment? But says Rav Pincus, we see from here that we actually have to look way beyond Haran, beyond the current situation that we're in. Yes, Haran died tragically in this furnace. A miracle was not performed on his behalf. But Haran was also the father of Sarah Imenu and Lot. Sarah is obviously on a completely different level than Lot, but each of Haran's children went on to play a vital role in the development of Klal Yisrael. Sarah obviously is the original matriarch of the Jewish people. And Lot, Lot would go on to become the ancestor of Rus and Malchus based David and eventually Mashiach. Accordingly, Haran was the great ancestor of some of the most important figures in Jewish history. The lesson of Haran is that every mitzvah, every mitzvah, even if done without the proper intentions, is highly regarded by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Pincus writes that sometimes we see people giving tzedakah or helping others for all the wrong reasons. Maybe they're doing it because they want the, uh, the fame, the accolades, whatever it is. Says Rav Pincus, it's not our job. It's not our job to criticize, to belittle such gestures. Who knows the value of what they're doing? Hashem. Hashem himself knows what takes place in the hearts of every person. And he is the one that assigns the proper value to each action. Gemara Sanhedrin on Kofi Amid Beis very famously writes, A person should always be osik. They should always be dealing in Torah and mitzvahs. Even if not done for their own sake. 
Shemitoch shalolishma bolishma. Because it might start as only doing it for the wrong reasons, but you'll eventually come to do them for the right reasons. And this has to be our attitude towards others. We should never judge somebody else's actions and assume that we know what their intent was and what they deserve to get as a result. But maybe even more importantly than not having this attitude towards others should be this is our attitude towards ourselves and our own performance of mitzvahs. Obviously, our goal is always to carry out the will of Hashem with the proper thoughts and motivations and intentions. But we should also realize that we can't predict the future. And that one mitzvah, one good deed, can have a magnifying effect in ways that we may never have imagined. Haran may not have survived the furnace like his brother Avram did. We don't understand why Hashem chooses to do nisim sometimes and not others. But that does not mean that Haran had no contribution. That does not mean that Hashem didn't acknowledge Haran's impact and the reward for what he did. Mir Hashem, may we all be zoche to see the very best in others and, and in ourselves and internalize this idea as we strive to become the best versions of ourselves. Good Shabbos.